We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is to hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. to another episode of What the World Needs More Of. I have a very good friend joining us today. Her name is Amanda. Hi, Jarek. <laughs> Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm so ex- excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to, to dive in. And, and our very first question is, what do you believe the world needs more of? Hmm. I love this question. And right away, what I'm getting is more heart. Mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot that can go into that. But for me, it's operating, living and showing up every day from the heart. I love that. Yeah. And and, and tell us about that. What does that mean to Mm -hmm. you? And how do you how do you do that each day? Mm -hmm. So as you know, Jarek, I, I, I work with clients every day and all around the world. And a lot of what I share is stemming from my own struggles and the own, my own things that I've surmounted really in my life and that I've gone through. And I think one of the biggest things for almost all of us is that we live so much up in the headspace. We live so much up in, in fear and in, in logic and in needing to be right and trying to control everything. And it's that moment when we can just lean back and surrender to our heart that things can actually radically transform. So here's a, here's an example. Um, I had a, a, a client recently who was going through a separation with her husband. And obviously that brings up a lot, right? A lot in the head, a lot in the mind, a lot of fears, a lot of, you know, he, he said, she said, you did this, you did that. And it's like the moment we can just surrender to our heart and actually show up and speak from the heart and and navigate from the heart we start making different decisions we start saying different things we start showing up more authentically to ourselves and just how that's actually even radically transformed their relationship is by simply just taking a moment to let the thoughts aside let the fears aside of what the mind wants to show up and say and share and to really just plug back into that space of truth in our heart and in our soul and how actually it can be this it can actually be this magic wand in our world, if that makes sense. It, it does. I apologize for the noise. I just knocked something off the shelf. I was so in the moment. Yeah, I, turned, I turned to the right and didn't notice what was there. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. And I'm just feeling like a wave of just emotion, even just connecting to that idea because it's so powerful. Yeah, it's very powerful. The ability, um, I, I, I think, you know, love or the heart will bring the strongest men and women to their knees and, and, and open parts of life we didn't even know existed. I, I think you're spot on with so often, especially when it's important, especially when it's a big thing and it feels like something's at risk or something's on the line. 
uh, we tend to try to navigate it with our thoughts and, and our, our brain, which logically kind of makes sense. Um, but, but we forget how much power is in the heart and how much mm. power is in, in, in just being in a place of love and vulnerability. And when we're open, it's like you can move mountains when you do that. Uh, right? Just doesn't, yeah. doesn't feel that way when you think about it. Um, mm. uh, and the magic that can happen even in conversations, like when you're willing to actually just tap into that space, right? Because your mind might want to say one thing in the conversation. Your mind might have this whole plan of how this conversation is going to go and how you're going to tell this person off or how you're going to show up and be that way. or um, it's, And it's just crazy when you take that moment to say, okay, let me just take a minute to step back and how would my heart navigate this? How would I show up differently if, if I were operating fully from a place of vulnerability in my heart and the emotion in my heart and compassion and understanding and seeing that person through the eyes of love? How, like, how would you imagine that conversation would go if you showed up from that lens and that perspective? I love that. I, yeah. I love that. I was talking to a friend who was getting ready for a big uh, kind of interview and pitch of of his company, and he was so nervous. And, and I, I remember, I think I might have learned it from you or one of my friends, and, and they talked about if, if you're nervous is because usually you feel like you're trying to get something uh-huh. um, versus, yes. you know, why not fill up with love and walk into that room and imagine pouring love in every word you say, in every slide you show them, and everything you do, imagine pouring love into all these people. And you're there to really just give to them. And mm-hmm. he called me back after the meeting. He's like, that was amazing. I was like, what happened? I'm like, did they buy it? Did they say yes? Like, did they invest? What happened? And he was like, no. He's like, man, it felt so good being in a room where all I wanted to do was give to these people. And he's like, it was totally different. I wasn't nervous. I, I was just calm and relaxed and all of them loved it, and they all came up afterwards and were like, this was great. We can't wait to work with you. And he's like, it's a totally different reaction and experience than I've ever had before. Right? Um, and it, the nerves kind of go away, too, because all of a sudden it's not about you. You're not making it about yourself or how you're looking or how people are going to perceive or I have to manipulate, which is yuck. People can actually feel that, right? And it's like the moment you just plug yourself into the heart, what it, it's like the nerves go away, right? Because you're not making it about you anymore. That's right. That's what he said. He said he uh-huh. felt free. He felt alive. And he actually really had a lot of fun. He's like, I can't wait to do the next one. This is great. <laughs> yeah. And it just feels good. It does. Right. And it's, it, it's, it can shift that situation from, okay, what if he had gone in and actually operated from his head he was trying to, to, you know, quote unquote, sell or manipulate or logically, what do I have to say in order to get these people to buy from me? But no, Hey, actually it gets to be easy. We get to just show up and be in our heart and then everything gets to work out for everyone, not just me, but for them too, because in actuality, the people probably need what he was having to offer and he had to show up in that way for them to be available to receive that and to want it. That's right. It's yeah. powerful. I love that. And I love that. And I, and I want to make sure everyone gets to know a little bit more about you. So I'd love to know, in your opinion, what is your wow factor? What makes you uniquely you? And uh, maybe what's one or two moments throughout life that helped shape it? Mm. Woo, I love this question. So I feel like what makes me uniquely me is pretty much, of course, I'm talking about the heart because that is one of the things that I think makes me uniquely me is I'm able to actually really tap into that and use that as my superpower in all areas. 
Mm. and um, just show up in my in my business, with my friends, and in my life, and just operating from that space, because there was a time when I was not operating in that space, and of course, I'm human, so I'm not always in that space, but being able to really embody that has been a superpower for me in all areas of my life, and in teaching others to, to do that um, themselves. That's for finances awesome. and business and everything has shifted just by making that simple shift into my heart. That's awesome. And, and yeah, what are some of the moments that helped make that shift for you? Oh gosh. Okay. Here's, here's a big one. And I started sharing this story publicly and my mom was like, if I would have known that, Oh my gosh. So there's a moment in my business where I, you know, I, I leaped out of my corporate job and I didn't have a net waiting for me. I didn't save up the money that I thought I should have saved. I, but my heart was like, Hey girl, it is time. It is time to go full time in your mission. But my head again, logically felt like there's no way that this is going to work out. You're crazy to leave right now. You didn't save up all this money to go full time. And what if it doesn't work out? Right. Um, there was actually time Jarek in my business where I, I got to such a low space where I didn't know how I was going to pay rent in the next week. Um, there was a low moment where I had five cents in my bank account, five cents in my bank account because something had processed that I forgot about and, and a client didn't pay me on time and all this stuff started happening and it was like a crap storm really from, from my mind. And what this really required me to do was to surrender to the heart because my logical mind couldn't logic my way out of it anymore and it was time for me to actually just apply what I knew to be true and to live by that. And I spent, I, I told myself, I'm like, there's, this is such a low moment. One, this is never happening again. I made the promise to myself in that moment. And I asked my heart, what do I need to do in order to move forward? At, and it was to just surrender into it. And so what did that mean for me? It meant I showed up and I shared fully from the heart. I really tapped myself into service. Who needs me now? Who needs the gifts that I have to share? And, and tap into that heart space where I know and could have faith and trust. You know, part of what has made me the person I am today and the success that I'm having right now in my world is my faith and my trust and tapping into that space. And I will, just to be completely transparent, two and a half weeks later, that space, five cents in my bank account, I had a $20,000 month in my business. Mm. And it was my first first $20,000 a month I ever had. And it continued going from there. And it was that I'm telling you, Jarek, it was the shift out of the head of like needing things to look a certain way, needing the client, needing the business, needing to whatever my mind was coming up with and plugging into my heart, believing in myself, believing in what I came here to do, showing up and sharing and being abundance in the world through the power of my heart. 20,000 a month, two and a half weeks later, it was an seriously an instant shift in my reality, and uh, I love sharing the story because it's very it's very dramatic, and it's probably not, hopefully, something that would happen to most people because it was definitely a low moment, as far as <laughs> the five cents, very humbling, very low moment, um, and just showing the power of our heart and what can actually happen and how it can shift things almost instantly. I think there's something very special about it, and I think one thing for for people listening is that moment of running out of funds but having lots of bills left is a moment that many, many, many people around this world face. 
and mm. and and mm. some of them, um, you know, don't make the distinction you made, which is to get into service immediately. Who needs something I can offer in a unique way of value in the business world, in my skill sets or what I'm great at? And they don't get into that mindset. They freak out, uh, and and they face kind of the next consequence. And someone said, uh, you know, life sends you a whisper. And if you pay attention, yeah. you learn the lesson. If you don't, it hucks a brick at you. And if, mm. if you learn the lesson, then you get it. If not, it burns your whole freaking house down. And and so in that process, the reason there's a little freaking phrase around it is because it happens to people. It's part of mm-hmm. it. Uh, I was talking to someone earlier today on a, on a previous episode that, that'll be aired on here where they didn't learn the lesson. and They landed up homeless multiple times. Mm. And, and in learning that homelessness, eventually he got to a place where he's like, you know what? I'm going to be of service. And when he finally found that place of being of service, he started to make enough money. And what was interesting for him, it was just making enough money to afford to pay everyone back who he borrowed money from. And number two, to buy himself a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had completely different goals. <laughs> But (laughs) there's a realness to that. He's like, dude, Mm -hmm. he was sitting on his balcony of his apartment in tears because of how good it felt that he could afford something for 10 bucks that day. And it made (laughs) all the difference in the world to him. And he felt abundant and rich because he got to that place. Mm. And and he knew that was not where his ultimate life was headed. He knew he wanted much more. But but there's something magical about that moment when you first turn the corner. You first turn the, the little corner there and you're like oh i survived <laughs> right and um, and in, even if he sorry to interrupt you and introduct but even if he you know he spent his last ten dollars on that six pack he's gained so many tools and moving forward and he can never go back again that's right and i, and I think there's obviously you had much larger goals than he had and, and you crushed them so congratulations on that first <laughs> I did crush them. I'm going to pat myself on the back. My heart really crushed them. You did. And, yeah. and and the second piece is you made a distinction that very few people make. So lots of people get to that moment. Very few people make the distinction you did right away, which is how do I get into my heart and what can I do to be of service and who needs this service? And and the moment you hit that distinction, you act on it and you follow it through. Uh, that That's where a lot of magic happens. And, and it oh, takes people, totally. some people never get that in their lifetime. Some people eventually get it in their lifetime. Uh, in this case, you're, you're, you caught onto it very quickly. And, and so mm-hmm. it's pretty neat. It sounds like you picked up the whisper life was sending your way and you acted on that baby yes. instead of waiting for your house to get burnt down. Right. And here's the thing. In that moment, I had a choice. I could have said, hey, I had, what, seven years of experience in corporate America. I should just go get another job. I should just go do this or that and give up on my dream. And that was never an option. In fact, I wouldn't even allow myself to reach out to family in that moment. It was something I wanted to learn and fully embody. Also, because of the line of work I'm in, I want to be able to teach that fully. And so I also can now look back and say I needed that. Maybe I didn't really need that. Maybe that was a little extreme. But I'm going to say I have benefited from that experience. That was really tough, really, really tough. I I wouldn't wish that on anyone, the emotions that I was moving through during that time. But I'm proud of myself because I could have easily gone back into my comfort zone and said, oh, this just doesn't work for me. And instead, I chose to persevere, which was really difficult. 
and probably didn't make a whole lot of sense to anyone else outside of me, to the logical mind. It made zero sense, right? And, and just how instantly things can shift when we're willing to really surrender that deeply and also just trust and keep moving forward. And I know, and this is just a huge lesson that I've learned. It doesn't really seem to work that way in the world anymore, in the universe anymore, um, in trying to just get something. People feel that. Mm -hmm. And so I always shift into, wait, who needs me? Let me lean back. What I have to offer is valuable. Who could be benefit, benefited by this? And allowing them to just show up and me just give, give, give until something sticks. And it did. And it did happen very quickly. And then it continued snowballing after that. It was continuous. Once I really grabbed a hold of that and really understood that. And maybe for me, it took that extreme situation so that I can share this with the world and hopefully have them learn my lesson from me and not have to go through it themselves. That's right. That's right. The best way to learn hard life lessons is through books and interviews. Yes. <laughs> if you can listen to people. someone else and learn that lesson, then it doesn't mean you don't have to go through it yourself, but you'll certainly know how to navigate it much quicker because you have yeah. the insights of other people who've had to get whacked upside the head a few times to finally figure it out. Speaking mm -hmm. of all these moments, I'd love to know what's a humbling moment? What's a moment that you sat down and life served something up that just made you sit back and go, wow, huh. And it kind of just put you in a, a place of, of humility and a total base of feeling humble. Gosh, well, that story comes to mind first. That I, Honestly, that was one of the most humbling experiences that I've ever had in my life mm -hmm. of really having that. That's probably my number one. And what was most hot for me right now is just getting to that space of, wow, um, maybe this isn't working out. Like, it's like your mind comes up with all these feelings, all these stories around, well, maybe I actually can't do this. Or what if this actually is impossible for me? What if like, and this is going to be so embarrassing. So your mind comes, starts coming up with all these stories around how, what the world is going to think of you, right? If you, um, if you can't get out of this, if you can't get out of this space that you're in. And so for me, I'm just feeling really excited about sharing this, even though it took me a long time to actually, Jarek, actually share this with the world. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it takes a certain level of getting really humble to get really honest and share transparently mm -hmm. the stuff that you don't want to share with the world. And like this story about how I had five cents in my bank account and, and some other embarrassing things that I had to do during that time. And now sharing that with the world is actually, it's that in itself is really humbling hmm. because I think for, for people, for people like us who are, are leaders and have really have that desire to make an impact. So we've exerted ourselves as leaders. Sometimes it could be easy to want to put on the show, Hey, everything's perfect. Or I know the way to get here because I took all these steps and everything looks perfect on the outside, but really there's that process that each of us go through. And I think it's important to share those moments and to humble ourselves. And for myself, it, you know, it really took a lot for me just keeping in mind my family and, and people I care about the most and sharing some of these stories that might be a little bit embarrassing really to share with the world that I actually went there. Mm -hmm. It, it, it's powerful and it is humbling, but there's a realness to it. A couple episodes, there was a gentleman talking about, or a couple episodes ago, uh, there was a gentleman talking about um, the fact that most of us are interacting with the mask that other people are wearing of who they pretend to be. 
Yeah. Um, and he said there's there's two things. One, which you mentioned here, which is transparency, taking off the mask and showing people what's real and who you really are. It not only frees you, but it frees them in that moment because they see it's possible. And and then two, it is the the forgiveness, the the willingness to look yourself in the eyes and say, hey, I don't have to judge myself this much. It's part of the process. Mm-hmm. And, and when you can find that self-forgiveness, that's usually the hardest. Um, and, and then, you know, forgiveness for people around you when they do stuff and allow them to take off the mask and allow yourself to love on a little bit and, and give them the freedom to just be themselves without punishing them because you might not like it or appreciate it when they do it. But if you can train yourself to just love on them for being honest, you, you'll start to see what's really real in other people. Uh, but, but, you know, you, you, you stepped up. It starts with yourself. And you're doing it, and then hopefully through this ripple, you'll be able to give other people that same freedom. Oh, 100%. And just even in regards to money and how the world operates with that and how injecting, I know the story definitely has to do with money and it has to do with service and just how it can impact us in all different ways, not necessarily just with money, but I think in regards to that too, just adding more heart into that whole the way society views money and how people show up with money is one of my missions to share with the world. It's really powerful. Yeah. Just to help heal how the world sees and views money and how it can actually just be a tool for freedom and learning how to add more love to that. Yeah. Speaking of things that are exciting and empowering, I'd love to know what's an awe-inspiring moment, a moment in life that maybe dropped your jaw on the ground where you're just like, wow. Whatever you experienced or saw or felt, it, it, it just literally almost blew you away in that moment. It was just amazing. Mm. Oh, gosh, so many things. I'm just trying to think of what really, for me, was the most powerful. Um, to be honest with you, I feel like one of the most awe-inspiring moments for myself is being able to now stand where I am today. And I don't know if this exactly pertains to the question, but it's in looking back and seeing how every single step has actually gotten me to where I am today and how at one point in time, none of this seemed possible. Like the life that I'm living now, none of this seemed possible at some point. And it's fascinating to just recognize and realize human potential and what we're all really truly capable of doing. And like truly, really from my heart that it seems kind of surreal, the world that I've created now, just based on what I thought was possible, maybe even a couple of years ago. Mm. And I've really had these moments recently, um, just living in Southern California, which is so breathtakingly beautiful and just inspiring in itself. But I had like this moment of just standing at the top of the cliff by the beach that I live and just looking out and thinking, wow, there's this life truly is infinite. And the only thing that holds us back is our, our mind, really. And just feeling that moment of just being proud of myself, because it hasn't been easy. It hasn't always been easy. You know, our mind wants to get in the way and create all these stories about why we can't have something or do something or be something or become something. And it's all just, it's not true. And, and every day I try to welcome myself back and humble myself down to that moment of, wow, like I truly am the creator of this experience. And this is pretty cool. Like this life experience is pretty cool. And I try to remind myself of that every single day and just humble myself back down and remember, remember my path and remember that um, all of that is actually serving me in so many ways, but also serving others and being able to share that. 
I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And and I think it is, you know, awe-inspiring to realize that everything you've been through has led you to the person you are today and prepared you for what's about to come and for everything you're experiencing right now. Yeah. There, there, there's power in that thought. And it, you know, every now and then we need to take a big old deep breath and remember it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like how I, I have these moments sometimes of just looking looking around and, and thinking, how did I get here? Wow. I feel like I can finally breathe. And, and it all was, it all added up. It all was working out. And I really wish in those moments where I felt like things were difficult that I could just re have reminded myself that, that everything was working out for me and that, yes, I could, why couldn't I, you know, breathe then kind of thing. Um, but it basically is just, it's all so worth it every step on the path. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Switching gears a little. What's your greatest fear? Ooh. That's a good one, Jarek. My I think my greatest fear right now is being alone. Mm. How come? Being vulnerable. Um for me, it's been so long since I've had romantic love in my life. And there's some moments, although I know my heart is guiding me into that, like I, I truly do know that, but there's some moments where I feel that, yeah, just it can feel kind of lonely on this path. Mm. That's, I think, my biggest fear right now. I feel like I've, I've worked through so many of my other fears, and this is probably just the one for me that I'm still kind of working through. I see. And what's the next step in that part of your life? What does it look like? Or what do you feel it, it might be? Mm -hmm. Allowing more love in, in that way. Hmm. And really just being able to tap more into, I think, into maybe being more vulnerable in certain aspects of myself and in my heart that I haven't really been able to let others see hmm. in me, which is very vulnerable to share that. It's nice, though. It's yeah. Nice. I, I, yeah. I think there's two parts I've learned through through that journey. One, a lot of what you learned and applied in the transition around money and business are going to be the same path. It's just going to look a little different. You're going to yeah. have to walk through in that area as well. Um, the other thing that was a major transitional point as far as relationships, and it changed everything. Uh, the, the thought of of wanting something from a relationship to going back to what we said in the very beginning, showing up with a pure intent to only want to give something to the relationship. Mm. And magic happens when, when that occurs. Because all of a sudden, uh, someone once told me, if you go somewhere to get something, if it ever runs dry, you have to go seek it somewhere else. Uh, mm -hmm. But if you go somewhere to give something, if it ever runs dry, you just got to refuel and keep giving. And the only reason it would ever end is because you stopped giving. And, and th there's something special about that. It's, it's, it's the same thing in the business marketplace and what you were saying earlier. The concept of you asked, who needs what I have to share? And all of a sudden, it opened up all these relationships and possibilities. Um, and I, I think all those things really apply. You'll see how that they all stack together in intimate relationships where it's, you know, who values most what you want to share with them and who who needs to receive that? And, you know, hopefully you'll want to receive the gifts they'll want to share. But at the same time, it's really about 
going there to, sh- to share and it's, it's, it's very vulnerable. Um, mm. and a lot of times it's saying, Hey, these are the gifts I most want to share with that special someone. And, and you're kind of sorting out, how do I know if this person values those gifts or not? Cause in the beginning, uh, a lot of times we use interesting things for attraction where we see people or, or feel an energy. Uh, we were just at a wedding reception where a friend of mine smelt his wife and that's how he found her. What? <laughs> It's a great story. I'll save it for him to tell the podcast. <laughs> but basically, he's this British guy who was at a Thanksgiving dinner who was carving the turkey, and he wouldn't let anyone else near that turkey. And he's carving and carving and carving. And, and, and this lady walks behind him, and he was so focused on carving this turkey, he caught a whiff of her smell. And he turned around, looked her straight in the eyes, and said, Wow, I love your smell. Mm. she giggled and ran away (laughs) (laughs) he he then facebook stalked her found her got connected went on a date um and there's lots of more silly things that happen including her purposely giving him pop brownies to see if she could get lucky uh but all (laughs) kinds of magic happened and it turned out that so many years later they're now married wow Um, i love that story but it came back to there's so many different ways you might run across that person, but the, the mm. goal of really being there to give um, make, makes a big difference and, and wanting to share something with them. So we have, you know, your f- oh, yeah, no, I was just going to say that, that it's so interesting because we learn, like you said, it, it all kind of comes back and ties together. And I can, as you're sharing that, I have recognized that I haven't applied, tried applying that to that area of my life. And just even that simple shift, even as you're speaking, it's like my mind could even come kind of full circle with that and see how, you know, that, that is so powerful and not just in one area and always. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Hey, yeah. I, I don't remember if it was the, uh, the godmother, Glenda. Someone says, honey, you've always had it inside of you. You just <laughs> had to see it. You are my little godmother, my fairy godmother. I don't know if you could imagine me in that position in your life, but hopefully it's shining bright. I just pictured it and it looks great. <laughs> hopefully I got a cool looking tutu on. You did. You did. It's great. So, so we have your greatest fear. Uh, what, what about excitement? What are you most excited about in your future? Mm, I have a huge vision for myself and I've really let myself sit with it, especially in the past week of just how ready I am to serve the masses. And how ready I am to shine my light on even a greater scale and to give and to serve even greater. And I can actually feel it. So I'm most excited about taking my message and pretty much exploding it into the masses. I'm going to be writing a book soon, which I'm very, very excited for in the next couple of months or so. And I'm just, I'm ready to kind of take the world by the storm, Jarek. That's awesome. Yeah, it's time. It feels like it's time, it's time, it's time. And I've never felt more excited and confident and ready for that. Well, congratulations. I'm excited to watch how it ripples out into the world and how many people you touch in a positive way. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of that. Hey, I I love it. It's good to share great content and great people with people. Yeah. So this next part, we're going to shift gears a little. We call it nuts and bolts. And and, and these are tactical print practical things people can use from this conversation. There's tons they've learned already. I have about a half a page or a page and a half of notes over here already. And and so there's tons of great content and golden nuggets in here. But but let's transition a little. 
And, and the first question is, what do you focus the majority of your life on each day? Meaning, where do you invest the majority of your thoughts and hours and, and effort? Mm. Okay, this is a great one. So for me, it's all about, well, first getting very, very, very aligned. And so what I do in the morning is I, I bust out a journal and I affirm what it is that I am claiming for myself. So for example, with my book, I might claim I'm a New York Times bestseller. I am feeling confident and on fire with my message. You know, whatever I'm affirming for that day and really just take moment to tap into my heart and, and let that guide things. And so it's taking that calm and that present moment to really just get quiet and honor that and give yourself that space every single day to do that before you do anything for the day. Because um, if you do that, your actions will actually change. Like your energy changes, you know, what you're focused on changes. So your words change, you know, the things that you decide to do with your day, it changes because your energy has changed because what you're focusing and what you're feeling is now different than it was before. And I, I've noticed how big of a difference that this has made in, in my life. Like if I spend the first portion of my day really tapping into my heart, how much more powerful my calls are going to be with my clients, how much more powerful the content that I'm creating, it connects more. I see that it connects more with my audience and the people who are drawn to my work. And so I, I, before I do anything, that is the most important thing for me to do with my day. And outside of that, it's taking time to, well, well, first and foremost, a lot of my time is, is filled with serving my clients and creating content and all that good stuff. Um, but to also take time for myself to connect back. So I am, I'm in vocal lessons. And so I decided to take on something for myself that would just honor me, that would support me and that would connect me back to kind of my own inspiration and, and, and really just doing something for me to, um, propel me forward and just have more fun. Mm. I, I like that. So it's taking time to get in alignment with what mm -hmm. feels right, using that affirmations to allow them to guide your journey and vision for the day. And, and along with that, taking time uh, to, to care for yourself, to create time for self-love and self-care and to expand yourself in some way that fills your soul and brings the best part of you to life each day. Totally. And, and with the power statements that I write out in the morning, I like to call them just power statements. It's always something that aligns with my vision specifically. So what I'm calling forth, what I want to step into, how I want to feel, what I want to create, who I want to become and stating it in the present and then spending time just aligning to that vision every day. So visualizing, feeling it. Um, it's like, it, there's something that I read in a book and I can't remember God for, God forbid, what book it was. I think it might be Think and Grow Rich, where every day if you read your statement for the day, your mission statement for the day, and this is kind of my own version of that. Um, if you, uh, They say like a millionaire reads it once and a billionaire reads it twice. I don't know <laughs> if you've heard that before. And so it's something I really uh, will imagine the people that don't read it at all or do it at all, right? And so I always remind myself to stay aligned to my vision and knowing that um, – if I stray from that, then that's also going to guide my day, my choices, my actions. And I just know when I'm immersed in that, how things shift. So yes, I hope that makes sense. It does. I love it. So yeah. with all this that you're doing, what would you say is one of the keys to your success with all this? You probably know what I'm going to say. 
is just is just being super intentional and coming from the heart in all that I do. I have found that with just so much ease and going from my business like pretty much crickets with certain things to being fully booked out with clients has only been because of my heart. Things I've had miraculous ways that clients have found me. Easiest ways where I was in a conversation very recently with a friend and by the end she was asking how she could work with me and it was actually my mind was actually very confused because I wasn't actually sure that she was was she asking to sign on with me or what what the conversation was and I had showed up to that conversation just to support her as a friend and then she ended up working with me and so for my mind that doesn't really make any sense because I have all these logical steps I have to take in my business right and so I've just noticed how showing up every day in my heart has actually just transformed everything hmm. I love that yeah and, and the final question we have is what's one actionable tip that can help others achieve that kind of success or that kind of experience in their day-to-day -day life daily meditation and getting quiet don't believe all of the thoughts that come up in your mind. Don't believe all the fears that your mind comes up with. Take time to get quiet, even if it's just five minutes of silence and just tuning in and just focusing on your breath and just realigning in and asking your heart what it needs you to do and what it wants from you. Every day will radically change everything. I am very confident in that. I love that. I love that. Well, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for everyone for taking time to tune in. Uh, we'll make sure that the links to find more about you, to check you out on social media, to connect with all the awesomeness that you're putting out into the world are all in the show notes. So if you're listening, make sure to go to the show notes, check those out. You're going to see how to find her in all the different ways and places to learn more and to connect more with her online and hear all about what she's doing. Um, when, when your book comes out, hopefully we can have you back on to talk more about the refined message that you're going to share in the book. That'd be exciting. Yes, I would love that. And until then, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing everyone next episode.